Hello, welcome to Arcade Couch, the best place to two of your friends get game goodness each and every Monday. My name's Don Blight. Joining me on the show today, and as I'm saying this, I can't decide if I'm posting this earlier or not. But anyway, joining me on the show today, Ashley Hobley. Hey, John. Excited to be here at the biggest week of video games this year. That's whoop, right. Whoop, getting started. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. Non-E3 is here. And you know who's here to talk about it? Us. Us. You know, All the important people talk- at the Explosion yeah. Network. <laughs> you know who doesn't care about video games? Karen, that's right. He's a piece of shit. Um, so <laughs> this week on the show, we are talking about, unsurprisingly, Summer Games Fest. So not only will we be talking about, of course, and going for Summer Games Fest, the, the show that Jeff Keighley hosted that was on today as of recording, uh, but we, of course, will also just be going over briefly, um, probably not as in deep, as deep, a couple of events, which will be the Devolver, Dig- the Devolver Digital Showcase and the I Am 8-Bit slash Double Fine one I want to run through as well. The one I'm not going to run through because it's simply so big and you yeah. haven't watched it and there's just such a hit and miss is the Gorilla Game Showcase, which I did watch. There's definitely some good-looking indie games there. But once again, I would just say, for the sake of keeping this show listenable and not having to run What's through What's the anything, top one or two from that showcase? I'll tell you what. I'll bring up an article, my article from ExplosionNetwork.com, great website, and I will scroll through and tell you what my favorite thing is. If you tell me now how you felt about the Summer Games Fest this year. I thought it was pretty good, you know? Um, it was a nice blend of games, uh, you know? It definitely <laughs> benefited from uh, being after the Sony showcase. Uh, so we'd all been disheartened enough that, you know, pretty much anything would have been a success. But, um, yeah, lots of cool stuff. Uh, a lot of devs coming out talking about their games. Nick Cage was there. A um, couple of cool surprises uh, right out of the gate. Like some interesting IPs returning. A um, lot of dates, which is cool. Things to definitely get excited about. Um, but it wasn't like a mind-blowing showcase, you know. I'm sure for some people it was with some of the announcements that came out for, for me, no. Yeah, I feel like that's a, that's a good summary of the, the show. Um, I've, I definitely feel like I enjoyed having the live audience aspect for the most part. I feel like that was part where I'm like, just turn there. I, sometimes I could hear people in the background, like whispering while the trailer was on and the trailer was quiet. And for a second, my brain's like, is that the truck? No, hold on. No, that's just the audience. Don't worry. That wasn't, mm. you know, especially like some of the horror game trailers and stuff. I'd be like, Shh. you can't be whispering in the background when a horror game's on. I don't know if that's a ghost or you in the audience. So. Well, that's the um, that's the production crew, you know? Yeah, that's a, that's the production crew. They should just. Yeah, turn off the audience mic. Turn off the audience mic at that point. Uh, I definitely feel, obviously there's, there's, I think Verge put out a tweet, article, whatever it was that caused some stir. No females at all during the, the show presentation presentation not something i noticed uh but a hundred percent um yeah how many people pointed it was like four or five people who came out on stage four or five people on show on stage but then you know there was no gameplay video like the verbs talking or anything like that i i know you could very easily look the thing of look there's only four or five people on show but you're gonna tell me that like random suit for random dude from any sign out games they could have tried to add a little bit of um then random just five white dudes basically was what the you know what i mean five white dudes you know 
So I, I think that's what that's, the gaming community. Is. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. Um, that was well, I, I guess something interesting thing that was pointed out. Um, I would say I thought the show overall was average for me personally. I feel like it was a, a well enough put together show. Um, I enjoy like as far as pacing and everything went. Like again, Jeff Keighley's very well versed in these shows. I don't think I'm ever going to watch a Jeff Keighley produced show and say it was bad because he's just got such a a long running history of these now. He's sort of, you know, at, at worst, it's sort of average. Um, but for me personally, as far as like what was mostly showcased here, and I, I think the reason I've, I've sort of settled down on mediocre as well is because and we'll talk about this after this showcase, but so this ended, it went straight into the double fine one. And then I was straight away way more interested <laughs> in the majority of the game showing that, which I think is just something to do. Like that's obviously just a personal thing where personal you know, taste, yeah. th- they're showing me these random weird indie games and I'm just like, my brain's going, Oh, this looks fun and exciting and different. And, Obviously, the audience for this show in particular is here's Mortal Kombat 1, a well-known property, AAA, massive thing. There's yeah. adult cheering. Here's the latest Call of Duty, Fortnite. Here's, like, obviously, like, I really enjoyed Final Fantasy, which, which we'll get to. But the majority of stuff here is AAA, big known things, which is fine. But I, I think I'm well accepted at this stage that a lot of the AAA stuff, although I cover it and have to I feel obligated to watch it and cover it for the website, um, doesn't necessarily always speak to me as much as I know the audience it's it's going for. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. Nothing against a show itself. That's just a personal personal, personal preference. Yeah, you personal hate AAA preference. games. You want the world to go bust. Once again, I say one thing hate and then you, <laughs> you say I hate it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I just want to get to the bullet points, get to the yeah. thematic center of your yeah. statement. Yeah. All right. So we <laughs> I will say one thing that I found hilarious. Clearly, yeah. Jeff had seen like a lot of like, uh, like betting predictions or those kind of podcasts out there uh, with how many times is Jeff Keighley going to say world premiere? Hmm. And he specifically came up with a phrase to avoid saying world premiere the entire episode, pretty much the whole entire show. I also saw those bets. Global on game announcements. <laughs> Jeff Keighley, uh, would, how many times will he mention Hideo Kojima? He only said he was named once, Fuck. from what I gathered. So. I'm surprised. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't there, so still saying it once is pretty good. <laughs> like, That's true, so. but I'm surprised he wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, that too. All right, so we open with Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown. So this is not Prince of Persia, Sands of Time remake, which was shelved. Uh, recently, and basically, all reports say completely rebooted development. Um, and that yep. game was supposed to come out like last year, so that's going through a thing. Uh, Lost Crown's coming out January 18th for every console, um, including last gen. It is a classic style Prince of Persia, so it's a side scrolling um, action adventure puzzle game yep. rather than the third person uh, Santa Time sort of re entry to the franchise that yep. was on the PS2. I thought this looked really good. Mm-hmm. I'm not to the point that I'm like, oh my god, I'm not, but I'm not like a massive like I, I enjoy Prince of Persia games I played, which are the Sands of Time trilogy. I think that's it, yeah. <laughs> to be honest. So I don't have like a nostalgia for this particular type. I actually, no, I played the, I did play one of these ones that was released as a PSN title. I can't remember what it's called, but it was a side scrolling one they released back on the PS3 in the day. Um, but what do you think of this? Yeah, I was really impressed. Like obviously, uh, Prince of Persia is like a franchise that's beloved, but they haven't really done anything with. Obviously, there was, yeah, like you said, the remake that, you know, it was, it was kind of dead in the water as soon as it was shown off, like people did not like this. But this looks really cool. Apparently, it's from the team that did uh, a lot of the Rayman, like the Rayman games. 
Uh, you can kind of tell prestige. that from like the yeah, like you can tell from the platforming and that kind of stuff. It looks very like I got Celeste esque feelings from like the wall jumping and like all the the obstacles you have to overcome, and then it looks like it's got crazy boss battles and that kind of stuff. So, um, and artistically, it looks really interesting. It's got its own distinct look. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm excited. It's just uh, I think the VO was kind of confusing. Like, was it the prince talking, or was it somebody else talking about the prince? Or I think that was the only thing that bothered me. But other than that, it looks pretty fantastic. Yeah. yeah. All right. So then we got Mortal Kombat One. Followed that first uh, prolonged gameplay sequence of the game since it's been announced rather than just cinematic stuff ed boone came out on the stage and this was also worth while pointing about the show even though it was old dudes uh white dudes coming out on stage predominantly we did have ed boone come out here to start the precedent for the rest of the show which was a lot of the big name games did have developers come out on stage and talk about them for a little bit which i thought was really um like having these segments come back reminded me of proper e3 um and not yeah. in a bad way because now these talking segments felt weird or bad um uh, i mean the nick cage one was weird in a good way but <laughs> we'll get to that um mm-hmm. but yeah so he comes out he basically talked about the story and stuff like that and how the tag no what's he call it if i can't remember cameo feature uh where you can basically tap cameo the button fighters. and have a have a, a cameo fighter fly in so that's not like timed or anything it seems you could just sort of press it there's in, a button in any month yeah, it's basically there's like a button in the meter, one. so it's like a yeah. mechanic but it's not like really long. It's not like a super move or anything like that. You just sort of, you can use it pretty often, he said. Um, the story is, he's like, hey, in Mortal Kombat 11, remember how this character, I don't know, I'm not big in Mortal Kombat, remember how this character like opened up an alternate universe? Anyway, this is set in that alternate universe. So basically- yeah, Luke Kang continu- rebooted the world or something like that. Yeah. So apparently it's like both a continuation, but also a re- reboot. You know, yeah. One character is a continuation, the rest are reboots. Yes. Of the franchise. Alternate universes, alternate realities, big right now in the world of pop culture. Um, and then we saw a whole bunch of fatalities, and they were, of course, everything that most people would want from Mortal Kombat, which is absolutely over the top, bloody gorgeous. Hope you weren't watching this with your kids. Yeah, hope you weren't watching this with your kids. <laughs> um, what what this, else do you make of Summer Games first rated R. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's what you'd expect from a Mortal Kombat, like bloody and gory. And um, uh, yeah, I mean, Mortal Kombat like one of the big name fighting games so yeah it looks real cool johnny cage apparently it's on john oh sorry john i'm just throwing out people's notes john claude they did talk about how they wanted him he was the inspiration uh everything like that now they finally got him so mm. pretty cool jamie can't john- be in the movie <laughs> too old you know he can't play that in the movie de-aging technology am i right as long as he can still do the splits and stuff you know no i don't even know if he can Uh, more combat one is coming out september 19th playstation 5 xbox series xs pc i've wrote nintendo switch i'm not sure if i've overstepped my boundaries there i'm pretty sure it's listed as coming to nintendo okay sure i was like i I suspect (laughs) it's not going to be this it's a cloud one probably anyway surely yeah probably so that means it's probably not coming to australia so all right, so then we got Path of Exile 2. Uh, this looked really good, I thought. Game's coming out July 28th. Obviously, it's sort of weird timing because Diablo just came out and this is the smart same t- sort of... Smart timing by Jeff, though. Yeah. yeah. It sort of works. Do you like They're Diablo? Like, hey, Here's something Do you similar. like that? Are you sort of sick of that? Do you want something else? Um, did you ever play Path of Exile? I assume the answer's no, or you did No, I feel like maybe I played it like the prologue or something like that from memory because yeah. it was free to play, wasn't it? It was free to play, yeah. Yeah, so uh, yeah. like you wash up on a beach and then yep. you... Yeah. 
So I played yeah. a bit of it, but yeah. Yeah. Years, because that game came out years and years, like, uh, like probably 10, 15 fucking years ago, I swear. Yeah. Um, the yeah i had friends i played it with some people friends and stuff because it was like hey we want to play diablo but none of us had money at the time hey here's a diablo game that's free to play so it ticked all the boxes yeah. <laughs> um all right so then we got street fighter 6 cross exo primal uh so this is the first dlc that's going to be coming street fighter 6 uh, you'll have ryu like in cyborg form fighting dinosaurs and shit Whatever. I mean, it's fine. I think obviously doing crossovers with franchises, a big known Capcom franchise with one that you hope to make into a, a big franchise is smart as far as Capcom's concerned. Um, but yeah, I don't know if it'll work out. Maybe I don't know if this is going to help push Exo Primal Styles, but it's still, I think it's a fine first crossover. When does Exo Primal come out? It's like really uh, Next month, soon. I think. Yeah, I think it's July something yeah. off the top of my head, early July. Sure. Why not uh, have your favorite Capcom people fight dinosaurs? I forgot to say, I want to go deep deep on this now, but I've actually played this game. Yeah? Yeah, like a fair bit. <laughs> like I got, I, 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 I never got around to writing anything about it, but I got access to the, they had like an uh, early access thing or whatever. I probably played like eight beta hours. Or something, yeah. Like, no joke. Yeah. I played, like they gave, they gave a point of like, don't talk about anything beyond this point in like any articles you write or YouTube videos or don't cap, you know, whatever. I kept playing and it just, I don't know if there was an end point. <laughs> I just kept playing. Anyway. Yeah. That game's like, it's exactly what you think it is. It's you, you, it's a first person shooter where, you, no, sorry, third person shooter where you're shooting dinosaurs. Um, I was having mindless fun with it. In fact, I would say that if you're playing with other people, obviously that it's going to be I would say it sort of fits into that. This is a weird thing to say because there's a lot of dinosaurs on screen at the time. And it's, I wouldn't say it's relaxing, but it, it's a sort of like you can like comfort zone play with a couple of friends because, you know, like you're just shooting, you're shoot talking or whatever. Like it's not it's super intense. Yeah, you're sure. Again. <laughs> but here's how it works. I'll, I don't want to spend too long on it. But for people who've been watching these trailers and for the longest time, it's like, how's this game actually work? Like, what's the go? So there is a story or whatever, which I won't talk about. But the gameplay itself is you're on a team of four people, right? And then there's another team of four people who starts, um, they're playing the same map as, you, map, map as you at the same time, and you're racing to finish the level first. So when you when you race to a certain point on the New York or wherever the fuck it's set, like in the city, you'll, ra- you'll get to a point, it'll say like dinosaurs are going to spawn here. Um, you fight all dinosaurs, and then when it's up, when you begin moving that to the next checkpoint it'll tell you how many seconds ahead the other team are in, in, in front of you and you can see like uh ghosts of them like you wouldn't like a car racing thing uh. ahead of you so you can sort of see where they are and then when you reach the last checkpoint you actually sub you, you go into the same map and you're trying to like get an objective to a point and you just can finally shoot each other at that point as well as have the fight off dinosaurs so it's pve versus p in the last section so the yeah I didn't, yeah, anyway, that's the whole thing. All right, so then Nicolas Cage came out. Nicolas Cage Certainly is did. coming to dead to uh, Dead by Daylight. He's coming in not as a villain, but as a whatever you play as, like, survivor. A survivor in that game, sure. Um, he's fully voiced everything. He, I, I, 100%. Even his 100%, size. Yeah. His size are voiced. <laughs> yeah, every, he, he gives it his all, because of course he does, because it's Nick. He wants fucking to be Cage. fused, fused yeah. with you. <laughs> <laughs> he, I give full respect, because he, yeah. Got uh, he got prepped well by the PR yes. for Dead by Daylight, right? And he took every single thing they mentioned, and he made sure to like do his best to. He isn't he isn't a celebrity that comes in and Dylan like, Dylan. <laughs> you know he may have said it was a family member who loved Dead by Daylight. Yeah, we all know 
It was actually Nick Cage. He was a big fan of Dead by <laughs> At some point, man. he went, no, nah, I need to be in this game. I want to play as myself. Yeah. A heightened version of himself. Yeah, right. yeah heightened. He plays this big actor, Nicolas Cage. <laughs> um, it's it's actually kind of a shame that this didn't come out last year when uh, Yeah, that movie was coming out. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's disappointing. Would have worked would have worked out really good. Timing good timing wise, but yeah. Maybe it was that movie that made them want to put him in this though. Yeah, maybe. More so than anything else. So I don't know. I none of us played Dead by Daylight, but I just thought it was a funny bit, obviously, to have Nick Cage coming it out. It is. Also weird tangent. Today they announced that Friday the thirteenth officially dead. <laughs> Yeah, so what's it got? A year left? December 20... December? To the end of the year. End of the year? Yeah. The license gets revoked and then... Yeah. You can play it for a year longer, I think, though. So I think the license, the you won't be able to buy it from December this year, but yeah. then they said you can keep playing it till December 2024 or something. Servers I, will remain online for a year. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I think Because obviously, like, you're... Like, uh, it was a personal server, like... Yeah, the PC only version. So I think that would still be playable, I guess. It's okay. just the public servers. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, rip. Rip. Uh, the Witcher Season 3 Part 1 got a trailer. Cool. 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 Looking forward to watching it. Cool. Comes. Comes yep. soon. Yep. Um, it's really weird watching this trailer, actually, because I'm watching the trailer going, this looks cool. Hey, this actor's about to leave. That's awkward. <laughs> it's very awkward. Then we got a trailer for Witchfire. <laughs> So uh, this game is now coming to early access on September 20th, and it seems to be exclusive to Epic Game Store because they're the only logo that I could see on the um, popped up at the start trailer, and then it popped up at the end in a little tile card. It had Epic Game Store down the bottom. Didn't say anything about Steam or um, any shit like that. So very weird. Nonetheless, uh, this is a game that's been in development and being teased for, I honestly feel like, a very, very, very long time. Um, it's from the people that made um, Ethan... Fuck, I can't remember his name. Anyway, the Walking Simulator game, plus the people who don't make Walking Simulator games, and they've teamed up to make this very intense first-person shooter thing. I was keen on it years ago. I feel like it's it's one of those games that's just taken so long that my sort of my interest has slowly waned on this one. But I'm still keen to. I'll probably still be keen to check it out. I'm September, so. Um, in the sort of ad break here, they had a cinematic trailer for Crossfire Sierra Squad. They had another trailer for Remnant Two. Uh, Remnant Two was actually. I pointed out my note here in the article that was actually in the Gorilla Game Showcase. So this is the, as far as <gasps> duplicate trailers went. It wasn't the exact same trailer, but duplicate games. This was the first one. Remnant Two was a big game in the Gorilla Game Showcase, and then they showed up here as well. Little, little fucking whores. Uh, Sonic Superstars was the the next big game that we got. So this is a brand new 2D Sonic game, new art style. I like the way the trailer sort of transitioned from new to old. I saw a few funny tweets from people online, including um, Dave. David from Kotaku saying, like, doing a meme about how annoyed he was when it switched to nuance to the old one, which I thought was quite funny. But, um, yeah, I'm not a big Sonic guy. Are you? I don't think you are. No, not really. No. So, look cool, but um, you got co-op this time, which I think was which, which Yeah, was cool. it looks like, so, the, the obviously, the Mario games. Influence, yeah. You can have multiplayer. Four players as one, yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, if cool. you're a big yeah. fan of the 2D Sonics. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Have fun. Uh, Honkai... Star Rail. So this is Genshin Impact developers' latest game. It's coming to PlayStation 5 finally later this year. Good for you. Lies of P. So this is the Pinocchio story-inspired one that looks like crossed with Bloodborne. 
Yep. Absolutely banger of a trailer, I thought. Uh, gets a release date September 19th, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, S, and PC. A demo is out now. I've not played it because, of course, I spent this morning watching this showcase. Then I've gone to work and now I'm here reco- uh, recording this. But I will be endeavoring to download and play it, of course, because I've been excited for this one for some time. Um, I know it's not something you're probably... Well, I don't know. If this game isn't Souls-like, do you reckon you could be more interested? Or, like, what's the... Do you reckon it depends yeah, potentially. on the... I'm, yeah. For me, it's just a wait and see, you know? Okay. You want to download the demo? Maybe. You know, maybe. That'd be the easiest way to tell. Yeah, well, it would be the easiest <laughs> way to tell, huh? It's probably how demo is. You know what I mean? Um, I haven't seen anyone... I haven't really been on Twitter much uh, today, so I don't know if you've seen anyone tweet about, like, what it's... The reaction to the demo's been or anything like that? No. Let me have a look. No? Because, I mean, the trailer was really cool. So obviously, it shows the main character. You got bloody Pinocchio coming out. You got the you got a cop hanging off a sorry a, a police officer hanging off the side of like a, a building at the start. That was a really freaky monsters coming out. Um, I thought the really cool part at the end of the trailer where it has the um the ship whale ship thing or whatever's going over there. There's I guess there's so many obvious um inspirations that you can see drawn into this and how how it's working. So, um, and obviously September's pretty soon like i i feel like with this game only showed up a year ago or at least that's how it, i don't know time's blurred during those those covid hardcore covid years um so but i feel like it only showed up here yeah i've seen pretty positive just a lot of comparisons to bloodborne obviously uh in so. style or gameplay? yeah Both. it looks like bloodborne obviously but all right cool well if i mean if it plays like a souls one you're not gonna probably be interested but i'm keen nonetheless uh then we got sandland so this comes from akira toriyama the creator of dragon ball art style heavily looks like a dragon ball game um yep. sorry dragon ball property obviously um the the character designs or akira. and everything toriyama property just yeah. yeah his stuff but like if you if you know dragon ball then this looks similar to his work yeah or like um, uh what was a new no kuni no not new really. kuni no dragon that's quest a, that's it Dragon Quest, yeah. did, Dragon, yeah. Dragon Quest, yeah, yeah. Uh, but this is apparently set in a world where demons and humans live together. It seems you'll be playing as a demon prince, um, but obviously not much is known at this stage. It looks like it was open world-ish. You're going around in a tank, shooting shit, going around as a little demon himself, skidding on rails and taking down encampments or whatever else. What did you make of this one? Sandland. I mean, yeah, looks cool. Uh, interesting art style. Uh, just having a quick look on the Wikipedia, it sounds like Bandai Namco is also working on a film, so maybe this is like a weird tie-in kind of thing okay. uh, as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, it looks interesting, you know. I don't know how many people actually would have heard of this property before now because <laughs> I don't think it was like an anime or anything. It was just a manga, so. Just a manga? Yeah, okay. Sure. Uh, then ran, they ha- <laughs> It ran like f- four months. The manga like did. It's the year two thousand. There's one volume. Was it posted? Was it published in anything, or was it just a well in Shonen Jump? But Shonen Jump, yeah, okay. Yeah, there's fourteen chapters in total. Sure, that's not much. So you know, short story. <laughs> uh, so then they announced the showcase in a showcase and announced that the Anapurna interactive showcase is coming Ooh, yeah. this month, uh, June thirtieth. So I got to update, of course, the not E three, the not non E three article. Schedule, but that is coming later this month. Um, came for that one, yeah. Like the Annapurna Interactive usually get a couple cool. of bangers, like even yeah. if they don't turn out good, they look very good, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so you're talking about uh, 
Whatever. Three minutes. Three minutes. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was really great trailers. Yeah, really great trailers. Uh, Throne and Liberty was a game that got a trailer. I don't really care about. Warhaven was a game that got a trailer. You can play for free during Steam Next Fest. Party Animals got a trailer. It's coming to Xbox Game Pass day one when it releases on September 20th. Finally got a date. Finally got a date. The game's been in every showcase for the last 10 years, I feel. Crash Team Rumble got a short gameplay trailer showing off engines. Uh, fighting side by side but of course by cortex in this game um and then we got back to the main show alan wake oh. 2 you mean crash team rumble wasn't the main show absolutely not alan wake 2 demoted so <laughs> sam wake comes out on the stage um jeff Keeley feels emancipated by how good he looked in a suit it was a whole awkward moment um but anyway he comes out talks about the game says that this is he calls it remedy's first survival horror game which i thought was interesting um revealed that you'll be able to switch between both alan wake and a new character fbi agent saga um don't know if that's like a chapter like select thing at the start of the game or just like you can switch between them and play the different parts of the story in the pause menu whenever you want but it seems you could play through one from start to finish or just switch between whenever you like their, their stories will converge though is mm. how it sort of works um definitely hint to that or more seemingly con- confirmed without outright saying what most people had assumed was the case which is that the what saga is going through the the case she's dealing with is being caused by a story that alan wake is writing in the dark place that all adds up for alan wake lore um and then we got our first look at uh, uncut alan wake 2 gameplay it wasn't super in-depth i was hoping for a bit more but still nonetheless the game looked stunning like highly detailed obviously um Remedy have been putting out like very good looking games the last couple of years, just looking at control and everything. So, uh, but yeah, for it was from Saga, for her point of view, going into this like place, there was a good de- fake out deer jump scare that was quite funny. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, she fights off it some monster man. wearing a yeah, dude wearing like a deer hat. Um, still has the basically the same sort of gameplay that you would have in the first Alan Wake, which by the way, I've f- <laughs> started playing again. Twitch.tv slash Explosion Network. I'll be playing that <laughs> before this comes out. Um and PlayStation 5 now. So yeah, she's shining her light on the the enemy to break its like sort of more or less it's the barrier um of the defense and then she's able to shoot it. Um I thought a standout thing here was every time Saga fired, you could see like bullet holes actually forming in the enemy um where she shot them so it was like sort of really cool there um and then yeah we didn't get to see anything of alan wake himself but um absolutely i'm really i can't i can't wait for this game it's definitely one of my anticipated games of the year for myself currently uh i know obviously survival horror and all these things aren't your your alley but what do you yeah, think that's enough from me mate <laughs> <laughs> you think it looked at least good, i'm happy or? for you but yeah yeah i mean it looked dark and <laughs> yeah. menacing you know so yeah. everything you hate yeah yeah yeah, I feel like this is a this will make a good movie. You know, I feel yeah, like sure. you could you could handle this in a movie because it wouldn't be super gory; it'd just be some jump scares. You know, I, yeah. I could, if this was a movie, I could make you watch it, but you ain't gonna play it. So, I watch you play it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, then we got Warhammer Space Marine two trailer, very intense trailer for this game. Um, has co op up to three players coming later this year. Um, this is obviously a big Warhammer. 40k game uh 40k game for the, the the fans this one's always looked cool in every trailer like definitely a high production value and everything on it uh but yeah i haven't played the first one or anything but yes your grace snowfall was announced so uh i don't know if this is i haven't played the first one yes your grace but looks like it's a spin-off or a, just another game or whatever else but it's basically the um kingdom sim management stuff just more 
Yeah, that. it's a sequel, so. It's a sequel, yeah. John Carpenter's Toxic Commando is then announced. This is uh, a game in which you're shooting a fucking load of zombie creatures. That's about all I got out of this. Do you get anything else out of this? Or was that about, that's about it, right? No, that seems about it. Yep. It's just four people in a car. Yep. Shooting zombies. Yeah. Just like every other cop for zombie game. Really does a lot to stand out, I felt so. Uh, Baldur's Gate 3, Jason Isaac's voice of character, a bad guy in this one. Yeah. We like Jason Isaacs as a bad guy. Right. Yeah. yeah. Especially well, the one where that series about the, the boy wizard. We can't no. talk about him. No. Uh, Baldur's Gate 3 releases August 31st. Marvel's Spider-Man 2. Yeah. yeah. Jeff Keighley scored him the ultimate fuck you to PlayStation by getting the release date <laughs> only a couple weeks after PlayStation's own showcase. I don't Marvel's know Spider-Man 2. <laughs> Marvel's Spider-Man 2 will release October 20th. PlayStation 5, of course. Uh, they also talked a little bit about the box art reveal, uh, showcased uh, concept art for the game, which include Craven and then the Venom concept art. Uh, after the showcase itself, it's worth mentioning that PlayStation revealed a collector's edition that will be up for pre-order on June 16th, I think was the, the date, so everyone gets mm. a, a, a fair chance of getting it themselves. has a massive like 10-inch Venom statue or something like that. Um, what do you, October 20th, happy? I mean, it's pretty far away, but other than that, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks cool. Obviously, what we got, um, I think this is actually good in hindsight, maybe a good move for PlayStation, you know, because um, I feel like the biggest PlayStation, like maybe we'll talk about it at the end, but like PlayStation kind of stole the show, I feel like, with two of the biggest games coming exclusively to their console at the mm. Summer Games Fest, mm. uh, and the esteemed competition was nowhere to be seen. So, Well, we know why they're not. It's because they're... But, you know, it makes sense that this is the one that, this is the showcase that everybody's kind of got their eyes on, whereas the specific showcases are talking more to the hardcore audience yeah. of that platform. So Yeah, yeah. Maybe you're smart to, like, uh, you know, share the wealth. Fair enough. I can see that. I mean, the only way to really 100% confirm that it would be to, you know, like a couple months after or even like a month with decent distance would be to go back and look at some numbers on these. You know? See the sales numbers. How many people bought those no, Xbox I mean, the, games the versus view, how many people numbers. bought the PlayStation? The viewing numbers. Oh, okay, like how many people watched the PlayStation showcase? Yes. How many people watched yes. Summer Games Fest? Yes. That's, That's fair. All right, so then they have a trailer for Power World. This is the It's Pokemon, but they have guns game. It's coming out early access, January 24. I hate everything about this. I'm just going to say straight out there. How do you feel about this? Yeah, this <laughs> this feels like it's filled with malware, and this is just going to like, <laughs> like put a bunch think, of cookies in your system. And like <laughs> I think the part that annoys me most is, is you could look, I could probably go for this trailer, and for every single one of these creatures that appears on screen, I could probably tell you what, Pokemon that was very obviously inspired yeah. and ripped off. Like from the outset, you're like, oh, it's an Eevee. Like, you know, from the second it's walking away. Like, like for the whole trial, I kept being like, oh, that's probably that. That's probably that. That's probably that. Which I yeah. guess if it was parody, I'd be like, okay. It doesn't feel like it parodies. It's just. You know, I don't it's, know. Not, it's not funny for the rest of the world that's going, man, these Americans and their mass, mass shooting. Yeah. <laughs> mass. It's very weird. So, I mean, I saw people being like, yeah, I can't wait for this. And I'm like, don't get it. 
I don't. I, I have no interest in this game. So, uh, Black Desert, Land of the Morning Light got an expansion trailer. The Lord of the Rings. Oh, sorry, that's comes out June fourteenth. Lord of the Rings: Return to Moira got a trailer. It's coming out twenty twenty four. So this is the game where he plays dwarves and they're going into Moira and they're going to try to get some of that shit that makes fucking rings and shit. Have so this is post post. This is post Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings I believe. Yeah. Okay. Let's go back into our more. That, yep. That's where the the Balrog was, right? That's where the Balrog was. Yep. So eventually, I guess you dig down deep enough, and then you find, find Gandalf's dead body, and then you find the Balrog. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Who's to say? Yeah. Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis got a trailer. This is a mobile Final Fantasy VII game. Um, you can sign up for closed beta test on Android now, running June eighth to twenty eighth. And also talking about Final Fantasy. Did you know DoorDash? <laughs> <laughs> that was such a good funny. That was fucking good. <laughs> Jeff was yeah. trying to save himself. He was like, well, no, 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 no. Calm down because you're about to get angry at me. Calm down. But also I've got a sponsor, so I've got to say this. DoorDash. <laughs> funny shit. Uh, Banishers, Ghosts of New Eden got a trailer. Uh, really came for this one. Felt like it'd been a solid year or so since we're trying to see um, any footage for this one. Um, I remember that the core concepts of this one in the cinematic trailer when they revealed it off the top of my head vaguely was something like, obviously they're lovers and she's dead and she's like entwined with him or whatever. So it's like during combat, you're sort of switching between them both or whatever else, but they're on a journey to like save mm. her or whatever. Uh, but this look cool. Um, I'm, I'm definitely keen to, to learn more about this one. Um, because it's coming from Focus and Donut. Uh, it's apparently, also the release date at the end made me laugh. We just come up and said release date before the end of twenty twenty three. I was like, all right, fair enough. I, I like that play. I like the not commitment to a, a summer. Uh, Should have had winter. like the cross just, fingers emoji at the end. Too. Yeah, yeah. They're just like before the end of the year. Don't worry, we got this. <laughs> like a dragon, like a dragon. Gaiden, the man who raced his name. Then got a trailer. Uh, obviously, this was revealed during the the uh, uh, what the fuck? How do you say it again? RGG. RGG. Oh, RGGG. Yeah, their showcase that they did last year. They have another showcase coming up next. I think it's next week. Um, of course, check out Explosion Network article for all your mm. Australian and New Zealand showcase time. But they've got an event coming up next week, so I thought we'd get a release date for that there. But nonetheless, it showed up here. Um, this is obviously it's a very Yakuza slash Like a Dragon looking game. Um, this was the, this is the big Like a Dragon game for this year, though. Where presumably next year's big Like a Dragon game is going to be Like a Dragon. What number are we up to? Eight. Eight. Yeah, so it should be that one where they've got like both protagonists now. They showed a teaser trailer for that last one or last year, but yep. you're going to have the protagonist from Like a Dragon. Like a Dragon? No. Ishin. Seven? Ishin? No. 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 The one you played, the RPG. Seven. Seven. So yeah, they're going to have a, the protagonist from that and the main protagonist are both in this game. Anyway, yeah. uh, this is a you know big fighting game, uh, brawler. Um, they, I like that part at the end where he opens up the door and there's that dude like a million miles away sitting in his high tower that apparently you can just see him that far away. Very obviously Japanese with the what's your name? I don't have a name. <laughs> like, uh, under the Waves got a trailer. I haven't seen this game for a very, very long time but yeah, you're playing as a character who's sort of under the ocean um, doing mundane shit and then some weird stuff starts happening. I'm always interested in this game, but this there's like some weird background stuff to this because it's been published by um Quantic uh, Dream. Sorry? 
Quantic Dream? Yeah, it's been published by Quantic Dream. Um, like part of their publishing thing, but yeah, so this is one of two games in this that mm. are being published by Quantic Dream. It's a weird thing. But I think the game looks cool. What do you think of this one? No. It's underwater. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Call of Duty Season 4 got a trailer. Shooty, 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 shooty. Bang, bang, bang. Bang, bang. Bang, 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 bang. <laughs> it's a new map. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of that. Cool. Porsche, 75th anniversary. Xbox and Porsche have teamed up to create some limited, limited edition Xbox consoles. Uh, you can't buy any of them, but they're going to be giving them out in different ways. It seems as giveaways. Probably... I don't know, for next month or so. I wouldn't see I can't remember how many they said they had, but I'm like, that's a lot of competitions. It's 75. Yeah, that's 75 competitions then. I guess maybe okay, so if you go one per territory, you know, I guess they quickly run out if you're doing the same competition in multiple like territories. One per country? That's something a, like that's that. a lot of countries, you know. So. I guess so, yeah. So maybe they run out a lot I'm, faster. Yeah. But cool. I guess only mention of Xbox. <laughs> yeah, the whole show. Yeah. Thanks, Xbox. <laughs> no, thank you, Porsche, you know? Yeah. Fate How much Farm? Do you think it's Porsche. Hey, were you thinking it's Porsche, or do you like? I always call it Porsche. I always call it Porsche. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if that's an American thing, and I'm trying to just say it because that's what he said. But I, throughout my whole life, Porsche. And then I'd hear Ellen DeGeneres talk about her wife and say Porsche, and I'm like, that's just her name because that's a human. The no, car it turns out the entire time was Porsche. She was talking about a car. <laughs> yeah. Patty Pride. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's why she was so angry behind the st- scenes at Ellen yeah. all the time. Adds People up. getting confused. Getting confused. Yeah, fair enough. Reminds me of this Michael Bublé ad where he says Bubbly and Bublé. Have you seen yeah. that one? Yeah. Yep. It's quite funny. It's a good ad. I feel it's good. good ad. Smart marketing. Smart ad. Smart marketing. Uh, Faith Farm. It's a farming game. Uh, it looks cute. But again, I know we're definitely not the audience for this because you and I just sort of zone out on these ones a bit to be I mean props to them for like getting on the on uh the Keeley show and not in the wholesome director in a week where there's gonna be another sixty different farming yeah so wholesome directors on Sunday um I'm expecting so they said sixty games I think I'm expecting like twenty eight farming games. So we'll see if, and let's see, Faith Farm probably shows up there as well. They're like, fuck it, here's a different yep. trailer. Uh, but yeah, it looked cool for the people who, who are into these sorts of things. Obviously, not we're not really big farm people fans, um, gamers, but uh, cool. I did, uh, it comes out September 9th now, PC and Nintendo Switch. The big part of this was, hey, it's coming to the Switch now as well. Yep. Marvel Sap was great because Ben Brode came out and he just was fucking full of energy and he was sort of overshadowing Jeff Keighley's energy and Jeff, Ke- Jeff Keighley again for a like, second. Well, was, calm down, was, mate. like, just chill the fuck out. <laughs> um, and I thought that was quite funny. And then he proceeded to make fun of Jeff Keighley for sucking at car games and that made for a good bit. And then um, we got a funny little uh, ProsD skit, typical YouTube skit from him. Obviously, if you've seen his stuff, you, you I feel like everyone's seen his, his stuff. So that was quite a, a funny little... Part about just getting fucked by the the luck of Marvel Snap sometimes. Um, yep. The stuff he talked about and announced, which was Conquest mode coming next week, not new information. If you pay attention or still care about Marvel Snap, that's got announced like two weeks well, ago. Well, they got an now. update like just before a couple of yeah, days ago. Yeah. But I mean, like the, season, there so. wasn't actually anything new in this Jeff no, Keighley. So it was like, just more or less, I want to pronounce it. It was an extensive of, ad, really. Yeah, it was an extensive ad. Yes, 100%. Which is fine. As people who like Marvel Snap, I have nothing yeah. against that them promoting the game. Yeah. You excited for this conquest mode? I am. So conquest mode for so sort of how it works is 
Um, it's like a ranked mode, I guess, or like the equivalent you'll get for like Another a hard, <laughs> like a yeah, like a separate ranked mode. Because normal, there is like not an unranked mode, I guess, is the thing. So yeah. like normal mode, there's a ranking, I guess. You can get to, you can race the top. But for this, you're sort of like, you play a, a it's like the norm, it's like the best out of three mode that they had for the friendlies, but now they're incorporating it into like a, um, a longer play a streak, thing. streak thing going for it, and you get higher prizes the longer your streak lasts and stuff like that. Um, it definitely sounds like a more competitive mode than the the current like the base mode, which is cool. Um, yeah, as I said, for someone who plays the game daily and has played it daily since release. <laughs> hey, Dylan, did you get to hundred? I did. I got to a level. Yeah, so I talked about it last week. I did make it to rank one hundred for the last season. So that's some good shit. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> first time i made it to rank 100 in the the time the games come out so yeah many people have dropped off so you're able to oh that last like, so I, was, I got to rank like 96 and I, it was like 97 96 95 96 95 97 96 95 95 94 93 no 96 <laughs> you know what i mean like it was, <laughs> it was a struggle but we got there King Arthur Legends Rise. This is a very weird trailer in which King Arthur is like, and he's talking to a dragon, and I don't know what the fuck's going on. But anyway, it's a game. It's coming out. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Wayfinder is uh, coming out early access next year. Stellaris Nexus is a game. So this is like a spin-off game for Stellaris franchise. Uh, you can play this single player multiplayer. They like talked about how each match will take an hour, and it seems like that's the whole game, but there's replay, and each time you're doing it different. Don't know. I was slightly intrigued, but I didn't fully understand what's going on. So this sort of lost me. Space Trash Scavenger. This looks sort of cool. Not really my type of game, but I appreciated like the the core concept, which is you pick up trash in space and you're using it to build shit. So you know, seem cool. Star Trek Infinite got announced. Uh, they didn't reveal really. They didn't reveal anything. More information is coming on June sixteenth, which is Picard Day or some shit. I fucking I can't remember. They said something at the end. They're like, hey, this information is coming on a, a day. No. Twisted Metal series got a clip. Yeah. It was terrible. Yeah. Wasn't a good choice. <laughs> it was not a good choice at all to showcase this as the first time we've seen any long clip or moment from this TV show outside of a very quick teaser trailer. And they, they picked this. And um, uh, yeah, I wouldn't say it was a smart choice. Maybe it's the first time these... Well, it's probably... A it did seem like the first time they met, yes. It was still very weird very weird clip um nonetheless whatever we talk more let, let, we'll talk a little bit more about that on uh platinum explosion how about that yeah, yeah sure. i'll save some more deeper <laughs> making uh, save some deeper yeah, making fun of that <laughs> get that money get that royalty money yeah sure it was a weird song i was like oh, kind of funny audience is gonna <laughs> eat this <laughs> up i guess I don't know. uh liz liz fanger was the next game uh so this seems like it's inspired by classic prince of persia it's sort of how I was looking at it. You got time mechanic and everything like that. Kind of like, like it's, it's kind of vibe. that, but then it's got like a Hades vibe. Yeah, like, Hades vibe. Too. You do a yeah. run, but then you like your previous run battles Happens with you next as well. Year. Yeah. Like maybe you keep doing that until you clear the level or whatever. Well, yeah, it's just like die. You purposely die. So you have, well, I guess, I guess you could only have one version next to you the entire time. So I presume you. Oh, no, because you have multiple by the end of the trail, don't you? So, yeah, fuck knows. Maybe you just die a bunch to purposely. Well, maybe, yeah, maybe it makes it easier to kill off the earlier people in the stage. Yeah. 
Or you got to upgrade so you can have more versions of yourself running at the same time yeah. or something that's part of an upgrade tree. Uh, this was the other game being published by Quantic Dream, though. That's the thing. Yeah. So, there you go. Again, not developing it. They've just started this publishing thing. Yeah. The Quantic Dream. Fund their, in, their, fund, their fund, get some funds so they can make that Star Wars game. Yeah. <laughs> For <laughs> people who know, like, why do I keep saying, oh, this is funded by Quantic Dream in case it's a bad thing, just Google Quantic Dream. I can't be able to go. I feel like that's it. I think you need to be a little bit more. <laughs> just Google Quantic Dream court case. How about that? Yeah, there you go. There you go. Immortals of Avium then got a trailer also with the actor coming out on stage to talk about it for a little bit here. Um, mm-hmm. Really was shocked that this got a like full person coming out on stage talking about it moment. I know EA wants this to be successful, obviously, but this is also part of their EA thing. Originals yeah. thing, which is like usually they're, you know, we were used to them being well, treated these smaller games. Was, uh, but... Jeff Keighley's old mate couldn't come this year, so they needed something. They're like, give me, what, what do you got for this year? EA original, I can't, no, there's no, it takes two. You know? <laughs> yeah. Who's going to say to fuck the Oscars? Yeah. yeah, well, this guy didn't. He really. No, he's professional. He's just professional, yeah. So, anyway, the game looks decent to me. Seems um, like he wants to win an Oscar, so he did. <laughs> yeah, maybe. It's probably. It's like, I'm a real actor. Yeah, what, what do you make of this game? I think we talked about it before. But... I have no idea what this game is. <laughs> It's like a, so it's a, you've got like three, yeah, it's like your character, he has like three different types of, you control wind, water and fire or whatever. And that makes you a special wizard and, I don't know, stuff. I don't know. I'm I'm like not keen on it, but I don't, I'm, I'm neither, don't think it looks bad either. Yeah. You're not discouraged either. No, I'm not discouraged or keen. I'm just like, if this showed up and someone was like, do you want to play this? I'd be like, oh, if if the code dropped in the inbox, you'd be like, I'd okay. play it. Yeah, but otherwise, I'm not like going out of my way to like beg someone for it. Now, Fortnite Chapter Four Season Three got a trailer for new season starts. Well, doubt by now. I assume by the time you listen to this, yep. but Fortnite. Um, this one's called Fortnite Wilds. Optimus Prime. Optimus Prime is joining the the game in this one. Is it? There's more foliage. foliage. Maybe, maybe there's more foliage. There's a lot of forest trees. Yeah, a lot of trees. You can grind on vines. I played a singular game of Fortnite the other day. The other day. Yeah? What for? Um, I wanted to jump in to the spiders. Spider-Man stuff. I jumped in. I was like, I want to have a go. Swung around. One. Peaced out. I won in a... Uh, I, I did play a... Um, like I was a... Fo- what? Quads? No. Full squad, right? Yeah, whatever that's called, the main mode, not solos yeah. or whatever. Um, played that, but yeah, I got like fucking ten kills. Game's too easy, man. I swear, game's too easy. Okay, game's so easy. I, I I could be a pro at that game. I reckon zero build mode. I could be a pro. I reckon. <laughs> yeah, I'm playing that build mode, but I but I picked up my mile skin. You know, picked that up. Okay. I had enough uh, credit sitting there. I got no leftover from when I probably brought that Mandalorian skin from last time. <laughs> and then th- I saw that I can get that Miles skin. I was like, fuck it. I'll grab that. Done. Yeah. Uh, Miles running around with a gun. <laughs> no, I swear. Uh, so I had Miles running around with a, yeah, with a gun. But then I, I had the, I had the uh, Inquisitor. <laughs> <laughs> Inquisitor, like fucking flying in thing with like really fast spinny things, not lightsabers, like fucking blades or some shit like that. Mm. Uh, I got a weird little get up happening. All right, so then we end the show. Final Fantasy Seven Rebirth. Funny enough, we were talking about, of course, in this week's episode, Platinum Explosion. Hey, are all these tweets leading to something? Yeah, yeah, they were. They were leading to Point. this trailer. 
So there you go. Uh, three-ish minute, I think, trailer. Standouts were, of course, it's not coming this year. I don't think that's a shock to anyone, but it's not coming this year. It's coming early 2024 now. PlayStation 5 exclusive still. Two discs, which I love how that was used as a marketing point. Two discs. Like, ooh, Two discs. Ooh, ooh, one's, one's just going to be the but... one's gonna be the fucking <laughs> like, install file, and then you're still playing off that one. It's like, oh, it's two discs. I'm like, it's just one disc. Right? Chill out. Um, it'll be one disc if you could fuck if you download it it's not like switch to download file <laughs> you know, like um lots of cool things in here lots of questions too even as someone who's you know played the original game and everything like that but uh what 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 do you make of the what do you make of this it's very open lots of greenery mm. a lot of space mm. uh looks like you'll actually be able to fight with uh what's his the the tiger dude uh, red 13 play yeah red 13 he wasn't playable the first one it looks like he about no. He's playable Actually in this fight with him. Yeah, Yuffie's um, in this too, who was in the DLC. Yeah. Did you she ever get around to playing the DLC? Nope, but probably should before nope. this comes so, out. So, yeah, probably, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that'll be a goal yep. in the next uh, in 12 months. Six probably. months. Six, seven months, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it looks good. Um, yeah, lots of tidbits there that, you know, I don't exactly remember how the last game ended. Uh, Neither. It's funny, because watching no. this trial, I was like, how did the last game end, actually? <laughs> they've got... Red thirteen and uh, Tifa like being carried away. Is that yeah, from the end of the last game, or is this part of this game? I honestly can't remember. I mean, the last game ended with the whole they all... fighting Sephiroth on the highway, and then yeah, I thought they all got away. Yeah, very confusing. Yeah. Then they kept flashing back to those people in the hoods and stuff, which reminded me of characters from um, the spin-off movie Final Fantasy Seven Advent Children. I don't know if that mm. was just my brain, but. Lots of, yeah, lots of stuff I'm sure people are on Reddit are going crazy about for this, but yeah. Definitely keen, definitely looks good. Big game, biggest game show. And yeah, as you said, obviously mm-hmm. it's a PlayStation 5 exclusive. PlayStation so. exclusive. PlayStation exclusive. All right, what would you say your game of the, game of the, this showcase would be? Probably Rebirth. <laughs> Rebirth or like uh, Prince of Persia, just because it was so surprising and like, That's fair. I reckon I would go. Hmm. I mean, yeah, I'd probably just say Rebirth as well. Or actually, yeah, no, it's hard to go back. I'd say Rebirth, and then I'd go. My my top three would be, I guess, Liza P and um, Alan Wake Two. That'd be my top three. I reckon. That's fair. All right, let's go through. Oh, actually, no, let me go back because I said I was going to talk about Gorilla. So yes. Let me scroll through. I had to put up the article, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop it. I'm just gonna speed scroll and tell you about one second. So the first game I'd like to call out, as I, if I try and pick like a couple, uh, Forgotlings. So this is the new game from the, the people who did. Um, fuck, I remember what the game's called now. Um, Forgotten Anne. Sorry, that's what the game's called. Yes. Uh, very cool animation style. Again, using it similar to Forgotten Anne. Um, it's like. I don't know. Here's the synopsis. Up- upcoming animated RPG adventure set in a magical land of sentient forgotten objects. Severed from their human owners, these forgot forgotlings struggle to survive and find meaning in a world of strife when a new our rival armed with hope offers to broker peace between warring tribes in order to unite against the common enemy. Uh, it's like side-scrolling action adventure, but the art style is really, really cool. Um, really interesting. And in general, the character designs as well, I would say, looked really interesting character designs. Like the main characters are... A faceless, I say faceless because he has nothing on his head, a face. His face is like on his body in the middle. 
um, like a doll sort of design and everything. But yeah, I thought that looked really, really cool. Uh, what else would we go? Uh, probably there's a game called Tiny Sticker Tail, very uh, cuties inspired um, game for that one. And Toxic Crusaders. So this, I don't know if anyone knows. I think it was like a late eighties. So the John 90s. Carpenter game, right? <laughs> no, fucking hell. Uh, <laughs> so this was like a late nineties, I think. No, so early nineties, late eighties, something around that animated show. Toxic Crusaders. Anyway, so it's a game. It's a side-scrolling beat-em-up. It looked really, really good. So if you like beat-em-ups, say like last year's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or Street Fighter, not Street Fighter. What's it called? Street Streets of Rage. Sorry, any of that sort of stuff. This looked really cool. It had great music, of character designs, the pixel art, and everything like that. Looked cool. Toxic Crusaders. Oh yeah, this is the one with uh, Peter Dinklage in the live-action movie, right? I hate you and everything you stand for. Oh no, that's Toxic Avengers. <laughs> so many toxic people on this. You're a toxic person, is what you are. <laughs> uh, Questmaster. This one looked really, really cool as well. So, this is basically um, imagine the Legend of Zelda Maker. Like, if Nintendo did that as a game, like instead of Mario Maker, it's Zelda. So, it's uh, Questmaster. It's a dungeon maker inspired by the classics that made us love dungeon crawling and leash your imagination alone in a local co op to make dungeons full of puzzles, traps, and monsters. Upload them for others to explore and challenge yourself with old players' creations. So that looked really, um, that looked really cool as well, just to see what people would be able to make out of that one. WrestleCrest got a trailer, a gameplay trailer in this um, that was about three minutes long. And again, like I just anything WrestleCrest, I'm all about it. So that was really cool. Um, that might be about it as far as like stuff I thought looked really cool. Jump Light Odyssey got another trailer in here. Um, nothing too shocking, but again, that game looked cool. Oh, no, sorry, not that game. Sorry. Um, this game didn't look great. It looked like sort of early alpha ish footage, but I'm still, there's a game called A Corgi's Cozy Hike. And I'm just like, this game we're going around as a corgi. It's got a cape on. You're flying around <laughs> and collecting things. I was like, it doesn't look great, but also, you know what? Fuck it, I'm in. Um, Lake's getting DLC, which was kind of weird, but uh, so it's a uh, Lake it's Season's a Greetings DLC. Yeah, no, fuck it, Jesus Christ. Um, Ollie Frog Toad Skater. You play as this cute little toad in like a Tony Hawk's skater thing. So you know, fuck that. That's all cool. Um, a sweet, uh, sorry, buy sweet Carol. That looked really cool. Um, spied by, this says, By Sweet Carol is a horrific thriller game inspired by the greatest animation movies and created by Chris, Chris Darrell. A remothered series. Be ready to jump into the world of Carola and meet the rabbits as fested it. Um, absolutely stunning animation style. Looks like a, a, a movie. I'm not too sure what the full gameplay is going to be like, but yeah, it looks like a, basically the pitch seems to be uh, Disney, look like a Disney movie, but make it a horror movie. Um, is basically what I think that one was. Uh, this one was probably one of the best ones of this whole show, and I reckon if one game out of this comes away as the standout for most people, it's probably this one. So there's a game called Little Guardsman. Um, it says, imagine you're a 12-year-old suddenly in charge of the guard shed at the castle gate where you decide if elves, goblins, and a hundred other characters should be admitted. It's a wonderful combination of deduction, deduction, narrative, and puzzle games. So it has gorgeous character designs, Really lovely art, sort of bright colors and everything like that. Um, characters seem silly and sort of just very outlandish and full of personality, but you're like this yeah, 12-year-old sitting at the gate, 
Um, and then I sort of, I guess it's like a non too serious version of um, Papers, Please, where like you're sort of getting to pick and choose if these people come in between um, and they'll talk to you, it seems, and you'll have to choose if you allow them in and um, stuff like that. So it looks really, really cool. Um, yeah, I think that's it now. But that, I would say that was probably the coolest looking one out of it. But yeah, there was like 60 games in here, something ridiculous. Yeah, just a lot of yeah, games. It was so. a lot. All right, let's go with, let's go Devolver Direct now. How did you feel about Devolver Direct this year where they started the show, told us and gaslit us all about Volvi and said, this is a character you've known for years, started with this little mini documentary thing. Um, you know, Volvi, the character we've I, all known, come and love. I don't know when you're talking about gaslighting, you know. I've been big Volvi fan from way big back. Volvi you fan, know? yeah. You know, you know, love Dreamfielded was, was a... Yeah, yeah, you love that. Feel You're dreams. a big fan. Yeah, yeah, big, big fan. fan of real dreams. Fan. You know, yeah. you know big this fan. hand is for this big hand is for gaming. Yeah, so yeah, uh, uh, it's cool to see the character revived and then you know massacred in the way it yeah. was during this direct. It's very good uh, yeah. with a uh, the Volve AI robot that could create games out of thin air. Yeah, my I think my favorite part of this was not the part where they were obviously just making fun of AI and uh, this whole, you know, like, we just tell this game that you can tell them, make anything. We don't need these stupid developers coming up with ideas and making them. That's dumb. Like, we don't have time for that shit. Um, my favorite part was actually just the the start where they talk about the creation of uh, Volvi and they're like, and then he drew that hand that I'd never seen a hand that big before. <laughs> it's just like, so silly. Uh, what do you think of the Volvi this year? Check it. Yeah, I thought it was really cool. You know, they uh, think they're maybe not their best showcase of games. Like, um, like last year, they like they had like some really cool original games. Like, obviously, they had Plucky Squire uh, and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, I think it was a good showcase. Uh, what they had, they had showed Wizard with a Gun, uh, which dropped a demo. Uh, Talos Principle Two had gameplay, so that's a game that neither is so super into. They got Baby Steps, which is. <laughs> A walking simulator, which feels like Octo Dad, but it's just a drunk person. Well, it's the developer of Ape Out combined with Bennett Foddy, the developer of Getting Over It. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, you could imagine. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, Aussie Skill Up, like, committed Human Fall Flat 2 into the ether by himself. Yeah. What a skill. Congrats. What a skill up. Yeah, let's go up. Got him. <laughs> yeah, I thought this was. I felt like the games were fine. Like, yeah, Baby Steps was the standout as far as something new mm. and whatever in here. Um, and I don't love. I tried playing Getting Over It. I just that's a fucking dumb, frustrating game. That's, <laughs> that, that game's made. For, that game's made for streamers and just yeah, just to yeah. get people angry. Get, so this seems memes, like another yeah. game though. To- Make people angry. I, we'll see if this one's like way too silly, or because this one seems to have a little bit more to it, like as far as locations and now, like, like some form like of like an extensive conversation with someone over kicking such over their thing, or such a thing. He just walks away, he's like fucking wanker. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's quite funny. So, um, really don't, yeah. So, neither of us care about Tales Principle. I'm so sorry, Tales Principle, but yeah, not for us. Wizard with a Gun looked great. Obviously, that game looked great last time we saw it. Um, Hopefully, again, add it to the list of things and demos I'd like to have time to play, but we shall see. And Human Fall Flat isn't something I've played. Um, not yeah. neither against it or for it, but yeah, it just doesn't 
was super lovely. So the games also, were like <laughs> during the countdown to the direct, they announced. Oh, they Shadow announced of a the bunch Dance of stuff. Yeah, remaster, remaster, which is cool. That game's great. Yeah, and there was like game. other trailers before, yeah. but now it's a couple of uh, things. Yeah, yeah, good countdown count, countdown as well. You know? Yeah, Volvi giving you all these little jokes. All jokes, uh-huh. yeah. So good. Oh, classic Volvi. I like how it popped up too. It was like new trailer coming. So they had a countdown to the countdown. So if you wanted yeah. to quickly run away um, to get a pee break before the actual showcase started, I guess, they should know if yeah. the trailer was about to come up because they had a countdown to the countdown to the countdown. Yeah. So good job. But yeah, the showcase yeah. itself outside the games, I thought it was very funny. And the, considering, because doing this, the sort of, that we kept being like, how do they continue this devolver digital, like ridiculous timeline of events they've got happening every showcase? They're trying to tell this one big story. I'm glad they finally just gave up and they're like, let's just do something different. Let's just say, so, no, they'll bring it back next year. Like, what were we thinking with this? Maybe. You know? Uh, but no, it was a little bit sad not to see the, the, all the familiar faces, I guess. Yeah. Their time's um, but also, shout out to all the devs finding all their Volvi merch online and like tweeting about it. Like, yeah. People with their, uh, the Volvi hands. Yeah. Apparently, Volvi's in like a bunch of games. Like, if you go to the Steam store and you go to Volvi Digital, at least uh, on the cover picture, he's in a lot of the cover <laughs> like art for a lot of the games. You get a Volvi pack of games right now. I remember when I um, when I did the like the Hey Devolvers doing a showcase news article at the time when they announced it a bunch of developers were doing those pictures too like with their merch and stuff like that and be like oh my god i'm so excited to see Devolver, like uh to to see volvi come back i've been such a big fan for years with their mm-hmm. little merch and stuff like that it's quite funny obviously all the devolver devs and friends all right so all the games from day of the devs sorry uh these we've written from press stuff for these because i haven't got my own article up yet sorry uh so shout out to press stuff um all of the games from day of the devs 2023 so you haven't watched this one i would say go back and check it out yeah um because yeah most i'd say most of the games in this were bangers as far as i'm concerned like some really cool looking stuff and i like the way the showcase is put together with devs introducing devs and just cut between and whenever tim schaefer shows up tim schaefer's just being funny because that's <laughs> what tim schaefer does so um, that's all he can do yeah funny. I mean, I'm sure he can do other things, people. but yeah, it's quite funny. Uh, so, everyone, it's a Hyperlight Breaker, um, sequel to Hyper, Hyperlight Drifter, of course. Or, um, this uh, looks just bigger and better, I guess, in every way. They've just like taken everything from the Hyperlight franchise. Well, it's like and, 3D, right? The other yeah, it's like full 3D this time. You're, you're um, in a big open world, it looks like. You've got you all these creatures, and you can still skateboard around the place and shooting and whatever else. Like, it's everything from that game, but just in a 3D world this this time. And there's like a home. It seems like there's a city at some place they're exploring. Like, it just looks like a very big game. So, um, very cool. Um, it reminds me, actually, I don't know if there's actually, because you can never see any goals or anything happening. Um, I'm sure how it's how it's working, but it just reminded me of um, uh, like a crackdown thing where it's like imagine if it was a big open world, but like there's no really goal. You're just exploring and I don't know trying to collect all the things on. I don't know. Mm. Uh, Viewfinder. So this is a game. Um, I don't know this seemed like some Buddy Watson type game to be completely <laughs> honest. So press start right here. Challenge perception, redefine reality, and reshape the world around you with an instant camera. Viewfinder is a new single play game offering gamers hours of interesting and fun experiences while uncovering the mysteries left behind. So you pick up a camera, a picture, you take a picture, and then you use the Polaroid to uh, complete puzzles. Like, so you take a picture of stairs, and then you place the photo like somewhere, so then you can use those stairs to 
get up um it's the same as like they also show in the trailer like hey you need a bridge to cross this place so you go take a picture of the bridge then you place the picture of the polaroid in front of you and then like it dissolves into the world and then suddenly you've got a bridge the bridge is black and white because the, the picture is black and white and it dissolves in so it looks like a yeah so it's like a puzzle game using pictures that you, you take so look cool uh cart life this one was interesting i didn't know about this but yeah so they came out they talked about how cart life was a game that like 12 years ago won all these awards at indie developer showcases and stuff like that. It came out on Steam. And then for some reason, I haven't had a chance to look look into the story for this yet, but I'm I'm intrigued to. But for some reason, the developer decided to pull the game off Steam um, after it released, even amongst all the praise and everything like that. So now mm-hmm. another developer has teamed up with the real developer and obviously got his permission, but they've re they've sort of done a, a, a re not a full Re-release, remake, remaster. but like a okay. remaster of this game that was very popular um, amongst especially all the, it seems like it was like an indie darling. I'd never heard of it personally, but it says cart life is a story based life sim starring free street vendors in a small city in the Western United States. Guide then new ventures selling newspapers, coffee and bagels, set up shop, manager budget, serve your customers and try to survive. Um, but yeah, the game looked fine to me. Obviously, it's like, as I said, 12 years old. But the story behind it, I found, like they talked about, quite interesting. Hellscape, skateboarding, action, roguelike. So, all the words. <laughs> um, you are skateboarding Tony Hawk style in this, so sort of arcadey skateboarding action. But then um, after you like complete a level, you die and then you can upgrade stuff and then you'll like go again and you're trying to like skate through hell. Um, one of the developers on this is talking about how they have a part where he's talking about um, he was working on the early Tony Hawk games and how he said the gameplay style of those just made it seem like they should be playing as these like sort of silly over the top characters um, because the gameplay would be so fast paced, but because they were using real skaters, they had to like attempt to keep it somewhat realistic and couldn't go completely silly with the story or anything like that. Um, so this is this is that. You're in hell, you're skateboarding, grinding on things, you're beating up demons, you're upgrading stuff, you're you're doing it again. It sort of ticks a lot of boxes for me as you know, I'm like roguelike, skateboarding, action game. All right, I'm in. Tell me more. Like <laughs> so I thought this looked really, really cool and I'm I'm keen to 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 learn to learn more. But yeah, it seems like you'll have like a certain level and you're just trying to get obviously a, a, a big score. And then the longer the level lasts, it'll pop up every now and then and tell you like the the difficulty level sort of raised the longer you go in. Mm. Um and then from what I could tell, obviously doing tricks gets your combo meter and gets you more points, but then also, you know, obviously killing enemies and there'll be boss battles and stuff as well. Amongst it, there's a part they show at the right at the end of the trailer where they're they're fighting like this giant creature on an ice or something like that. So looked really interesting i'm i'm keen to learn more um they then had henry halfhead which i don't know how to explain this game <laughs> it, looked, it was wild um description meet henry merely half a head but with the peculiar ability to possess and control any object within their reach discover every object's unique properties and abilities and cleverly combine them to progress through henry's not so ordinary day life so yeah you're playing henry who's half a head <laughs> um and like i guess it's a puzzle game but obviously with a sense of humor and stuff like that but um it seemed like the gameplay is 
got that whole like it's a list of ta- like it's a it's a level so i guess the level might be like the kitchen and then you've, you'll have like a list of tasks to complete and you've just got to figure out how to solve the to complete those tasks and i, I guess as the the levels go up the tasks will get harder and to solve like how you, you figure it out because it's like at some point in the trailer they're like, i don't know like there's an apple and he jumps into the knife so he controls the knife and he cuts up the apple and then like all these things, but you're, you're, you're a half a head who can jump into anything in the game, at least in the, the level, and control it to solve things. Uh, Eternites is a dating action game where you try to make the most of our life during the apocalypse. Monday, go on a date. Tuesday, clear dungeon. Friday, freak out. The clock is ticking. This was a cool trailer because also the... I can't remember who was trying to pr- introduce the game, but then they did the whole thing where like, the world started crackling. It's like, oh no, what's going on? And then they had the, one of the characters from the game like on screen and be like, oh, I'm sorry for interrupting the day of the devs, but can I talk to you about my game and stuff like that? Um, but I mean, again, we've talked about this game before. It basically just looks like Persona, but like sort of more action-based combat. Um, you're dating and you're, you're going in dungeons and all this sort of stuff. It looks really, really cool. Um, I'm, I'm game for this, I think. And I, I'm sort of, this fits into my, <laughs> my weeby side i guess a, a little bit if you recall that so then we got cocoon um so this is from lead gameplay designer of limbo and inside cocoon takes you on an adventure across worlds within worlds muscle world leaping mechanics and solve intricate puzzles to unravel a cosmic mystery um this is a yeah so isometric obviously sort of a if you think limbo or inside the world looks sort of dark and bleak and you know, like fucked up because, of course, it does. Um, but you're you're going around as this this character and you're using a cocoon to get around and solve puzzles and do things. It's sort of hard to tell. I wasn't super blown by it, but I mean, to be honest, if you ever watched gameplay for Inside or Limbo before it came out, I don't know if you'd be like, "Oh man, I really get this." Like, I feel like it's a mm. play it sort of thing. Mars First Logistics got a, a segment, so this is an Australian game. So shout outs. Um, but they talked about the, you know, like how you'll be building things, sharing those online, um, on your little Mars rover, whatever they're called. Um, you'll I think they're things called a Mars a, rover. Mars rover, yeah. Building things as the, the game continues. Uh, really cool. Uh, coming 2023, play solo co-op if you want. Retro gadgets. So this is a gadget creation software. Um, not really a game, but um it's like a i guess one of those like you know how they they release those hardcore games where you you like build things that are like it's ultra realistic and stuff though but that's what this is like they they show it at some point they just call it a gadget but it's very obviously it's a game boy and you're like fully building it and recreating it like part by part and stuff like that something simulator yeah i guess yeah so it's like a retro game builder simulator that's just called retro gadgets Mm. so uh it's out now in early access uh next name was i think they pronounce it ete or something like i think it was ete um it means summer in uh french is what what it was so this is a relaxing part painting game that mixes exploration creativity and story elements step into the shoes of a budding painter who travels abroad to montreal for a summer unleash color with your paintbrush to explore the city and capture its everyday wonders on canvas uh yeah so you're in a game um and all these parts and your i don't really fully understand how your puzzles were interacting with the world to be completely honest i might have to watch it back to see if i missed something but all i know is the stuff that you're painting was really beautiful and you're gonna have apparently have options about how you sort of go out the paintings and like complete them and stuff like that um 
intriguing. I don't know if it's fully in my game. Depends on how hard the the painting stuff is, or how maybe <laughs> you know, like do I have to be do I have to be really cool myself? I don't know. But uh, then, so I, this is the so this is the game. This is the mo- <laughs> this is the moment where I was like, the second I got super excited about this, I'm like, man, these this summer games fest Call of Duty trailer stuff ain't for me. If this is the type of game that's making me excited, so this these next couple in particular are the ones I like the most, but. Summer Hill. So this is coming from the developer that did um, Alto's Odyssey and Alto. I can't remember what the other one was called, but the Alto games. Um, but this is Summer Hill is a story-driven puzzle game in which you play as young shepherd and their dog, journey across an ancient pastoral landscape to reunite your scattered flock and unearth the mysteries of a long-forgotten past. Uh, if you watch the trailer, it's just a beautiful landscape, greenery, character running around, isometric view. But I was just like, oh, I want to like. I want to try and save my sheep dogs too. <laughs> just, I want to try and save my sheep. Go and adventure my dog. Can't wait. Okay. Salt Sea Chronicles was the next one that was announced. Um, so this is fuck. I can't remember what the game they made. They made a game though that I know. I can't remember what it is now. Anyway, um, so it begins with a kidnapped captain and a stolen ship. Where it leads next, that's up to you. In this story-driven adventure game, you'll explore strange and wonderful communities, uncover a deep conspiracy and chart a journey through twists and turns, difficulties, and delights. So, yeah, you're on a ship. Um, very story-based, driven game. Um, wonderful art style. is like, really unique character designs and um, everything else that's happening in this one. Uh, it seems, obviously, you'll have a, a lot of say and choice in the, the direction the narrative goes in this game. You can see in the trailer they're making story choices, character-driven choices. Uh, a bunch of mini-games are seen throughout it at different points and stuff like that. Uh, cards and what whatnot um but yeah it just looked really really cool from a i guess an art art point of view and just general direction for for a game i thought it looked really really interesting haunty was the next game which i love just because of the name i'm like how's no one taken that before just we're making a game about a ghost what's it called haunty love it uh so it says a beguiling adventure in which you uncover the secrets of an expansive and mysterious world haunted haunting both the environment and its denizens to craft in genius solutions to the many challenges that await uh sort of a pastel art style at times and then another appears very black and white um you're playing as a ghost just sort of solving puzzles and connecting things and whatever else i'm not sure what the story is all i know is you're playing as a little ghost it look cute as far as a ghost game can look cute i guess um mm. We've got Simpler Times. So this is Simpler Times is an experimental interactive meditation that rewards patience and attention with poignant me- moments that can be replayed like a favorite song. Um, so in this game, uh, you are playing as this character who's sort of packing up. No, yes, they're packing. Yeah, this is the packing yep. game, not the unpacking game. Yes. So you're packing up. Um, and it seems like you'll be able to interact with all these objects and the character will talk about memories. And obviously it's a, it's a, it's not about a rushing to the finish game. It's a, you'll find more joy in this type of game by finding the, like exploring each object. If that's going to bring you the joy, it's not a like, Oh, I can't wait to get to the finish line. Sort of, sort of thing. Um, I thought it looked cool. Really interesting. Um, I think the, the part that'll make it make or break it with any of these sorts of games and the same can be said from packing which we love which was the 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 narrative backing to that really brought the whole package together so it's like will that be the story here only time will tell beastie bowl i fucking can't wait this is a i think this is the the only game i think i tweeted about in the last 24 hours so i don't know (laughs) if that says anything (laughs) so this says coach a sports team of 
beasties in this turn-based volleyball RPG. Your beasties' relationships power up their teamwork. Um, so this is from the developer of... Um, I'm still never got around to playing it, but the fucking painting one. What the fuck's that called? Um, Chicory, right? This is from the developer of Chicory. Um, is it really? I believe so. I could be. I could be. No, yeah, wonders. Yeah, Chicory. It's from the developer of Chicory. Yeah. Um, the game is you're part of a like you're running a volleyball team and you're a human character. I'm not sure on how all the logistics and stuff come together it's, here, but it's it's more like you collect Pokemon that play volleyball. Yeah, which is a lot better than you collect Pokemon and have them shoot guns at each other. So. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, but I mean, yeah, it looked, it just looked really cool. Like you're wandering around, you're collecting all these little, as they call them, beasties, which makes them sound bad, but they're just, they're like, hey, when you have, when you play volleyball against someone else and like your beastie may become friends with someone else, <laughs> beastie on the other team, or maybe they become lovers or best friends or like they'll chat, not chill. Like it just seems like such a like, Obviously, it's the it's, it's like taking all. This would definitely fit in the wholesome direct. Is is what I'm basically saying. Yep. Yeah. Um, but I, I love the design of all the the creatures. None of them looked like they were ripped off of Pokemon. So that's a, um, that's, a good start. that's a good point straight away. The volleyball turn based mechanics, um, at least based on this trailer, seemed deep enough to be engaging, which is going to be important. And then the wholesome aspects also just seem very wholesome, which. I've nothing against at all. Um, bunch of really good talent involved in this game. Uh, Lena Ray shows up at the um, the end. She's doing the the soundtrack, which is really cool. Um, yeah, what what do you think? What do you think? If you said you watched this one, would you? you yeah, like this it? looks really cool. Like obviously, uh, yeah, any sports Pokemon esque game sounds like it would be up my alley. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. it looked adorable. The turn-based like mechanics uh will make it something you can easily play yeah uh yeah looks like it's a good time hopefully we get it sooner rather than later yeah coming 2024 but i mean that's sorry i think the other reason i really like this showcase is every trailer wasn't they all seem super personal i guess or personable yeah i guess would be the word so you've got the real developers talking they play a trailer but or they'll be talking over the trailer, if not after the trailer. And like for this one, for example, it's just a little moment. It's like the fact they show a dog and they're like, we did all our, they're like, we do all the voice work. We got making sure the characters have different voices. And then they cut the footage of a dog, like being recorded, <laughs> or like barking into the microphone and mm. stuff like that. So, um, yeah. And a lot of that. So for every game, like having the actual developer talking about it and stuff like that just made it seem like and obviously that's the point of this sort of direction but um anything else from that stand out to you like that you want to make sure you want to check out later if you go back or any from the no, one you I'll had just watched check or? back no that was kind of the the beastie boys was a piece beastie boys don't stop for- <laughs> yeah uh <laughs> uh beasties ball that was the one that okay. you know got my attention you know so I'm looking forward to going back and watching it up. Yeah. Cause even if you don't like, even if you're like, no, that game's not really for me. I, do, I definitely feel like having people talk about it just like adds that like just have that positive element. energy. Yeah, yeah. Positive energy about it. Like just talking about something they care about. Cause they're the people making it sort of thing. Yeah. Instead of hearing about all these uh, devs working on game, game for service games. You know, yeah. 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 Forced to all, all these people just making games they're passionate about. Trying to be trying to make unions and getting fired. Yeah. Fucking hell. All right, I'm going to bring, show. bring the show down right at the end. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fucking hell. 
All right, well, so that'll do next. it. <laughs> no, that's it for the... What's what's coming up next? What's coming up next is the Wholesome Game Showcase on Sunday at 2 o'clock, I believe. Um, let me just double check. Fuck that's me. too early. Actually, no, I think there's... I think it's tomorrow. I think Tribeca's tomorrow. Hold on. Let me just pull up. Oh, yeah, calendar. I think there is a Tribeca Showcase thing. Yeah. Tribeca tomorrow, 5 a.m. Wholesome Direct, 2 a.m. Sunday. Future Game Show, 3 a.m. Sunday. And then, of course, you got the Xbox Showcase, 3 a.m. on Monday, 4 a.m. Starfield, 6 a.m. PC Show, 8 a.m. the Final Fantasy launch event. And then Tuesday, we get off. Jesus. still going. Ubisoft at 3 a.m., 8 a.m. the um, Capcom Showcase. Uh, Wednesday, Xbox Showcase extended at 8 a.m. And I think that's it for at least a couple days. Yeah, no. Then we have a day off, and then the RGG Summit's at 1 p.m. on the Friday. To dumb Netflix comes in on the 18th of Sunday, which they'll have some game stuff in that, as well as the, the non-game stuff, of course. Then we get a little bit of break until the end of the month. Yeah. So I assume this is this episode's coming out ASAP. I think I just posted I'm not gonna rush like just since we're done recording, done. but they are just I think I'll probably just get it up and then I, th- I think for getting a schedule over the next couple of days, just get episodes up when they're get up, I think. Yeah. When they're done. Yeah. When they're done, just post them. Yeah. Get them done, get them out there. Because this never ends. There's, there's, yeah. And as I said, there's like. It's not an E3 period. It's not an E3 period. It's not an E3 period, almost as busy as the E3 period was. Yeah. Remember them? Remember them? Yeah. At least that was just a week of being absolutely fucking wrecked and then it was over. But yeah. Now it's just. Stretch over a few months. Stretch over a few months. Love that. Love that for having to write about them. Love that. Um, Cool. And record about them whatever thank you for joining us on this episode of arcade couch of course keep your ears and eyes open for the rest of the podcast and how we decide to release those for the rest of the showcases and things if not explosionhub.com will be the best place to find them in case you don't like subscribing to rss feeds because you're afraid of malware sure malware um thank you very much for joining us we'll see you on the next episode of arcade couch goodbye yeah fuck (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Come and talk about some games, says.